Hey, boss. Welcome to the Productive Boss Podcast, where your host, Miss Unconventional, helps you conquer your chaos, guarantee your goals, and become a productive boss without sacrificing your self-care. Overwhelmed with your to-do list? Can't seem to follow one course until success? Kiera Osnowskis is here to help you reclaim your time, energy, attention, and sanity so you can get the right things done at the right time for the right reasons. The booked and busy culture is canceled, sis. We're profitable and productive over here. Get ready to boss up and design your best life. Hey, 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 welcome to episode 19 of the Productive Boss Podcast. Today, I'm sharing with you all seven ways I've invested in my personal and professional growth. So raise your hand and you can raise the proverbial one or your literal one if you have ever purchased or read a nonfiction book or invested in completed a course or hired a coach to hone a skill. Did you know that every single time you did that, you were investing in your personal and professional development? Even if you've spent time watching an instructional YouTube video or you've read an informative blog post, that's still considered a significant time investment in your overall personal and professional growth. And many if not all, successful people will tell you that your level of commitment to growing personally and professionally is directly correlated to your level of success. I have this scary obsession with self-help books, goal setting, vision boarding, and skill building. And honestly, it has all led me to the lifestyle I lead today. And it has allowed me to achieve some amazing things in my life. I'm about to publish my fourth book. I have a business that I've been able to scale uh, this year, this past year, and I'm literally you know, on the verge of so many different breakthroughs in my life, both personal and professional. And it's all because I have this relentless drive to constantly invest time, energy, attention, and money into my personal professional growth. And it's because that's the one investment I know is going to yield the highest ROI, return on investment. I can just trust that I am going to thrive, I'm going to make it. And I can believe that about myself. It's not like gambling on the stock market. It's actual, like I'm, I'm betting on myself. And to me, that's like the safest bet that I can possibly make because I know that I'm gonna give this thing my all you know, no matter what, even inside of those days when I'm feeling like I don't want to do it anymore, when I'm feeling like throwing everything away, I just know that that feeling is temporary and I owe it to myself to show up and show out, right? So anyway, I like literally wanted to talk to you guys about the fact that last year I, I, I spent like over like $30,000 on my personal and professional development. And I'm thinking it's even more than that if I really do sit down and do the math. And I've doubled that this year. And I know like what you're thinking. You're probably thinking that's an astronomical amount of money to spend on books, courses, and coaching. Um, But here's the thing. It's all relative, right? Like my coach 
She spent triple that last year on her own personal and professional growth journey. The actual dollar amount is not even the point I'm trying to drive home. It's not so much about the amount of money, but the the time and the commitment that goes along with it. There's a there's a different kind of energy surrounding the tools and resources you pay for. And I wanted to make sure I got my money's worth. And as a result, I always learned and applied something that made a huge impact on my life. And that's when I realized the key to exponential growth. You know, I'm in no way saying that you have to go out and spend an entire bag on courses or books. To be quite honest with you, all the knowledge you can find for free on the internet alone could make you a millionaire, but the hunting and the gathering of that information doesn't always appeal to some people. I know it doesn't appeal to me. I, I for one, like a, not necessarily a linear path to where I'm trying to go because I know that that really technically doesn't exist, but I definitely don't like to waste time when someone else has already gathered and organized the information <laughs> for me. So, you know, the amount of time it takes to sift and organize and categorize that information, it just makes sense for me to to go ahead and pay someone who has already done that work and, and bypass all of that. But some of you, um, you may like that part, that aspect of it, and that's okay. So I just, you know, I tackle on the fact that, you know, you have to execute on the lessons that you've learned once you once you're in these programs, once you're reading these books, once you're um, receiving these uh, this coaching, you have to actually apply what you're learning. But the truth is, most people, they jump ship before they actually gain any traction. And so free or paid, we still have to decide on the actions we'll take once that knowledge is acquired. You know, there's no one size fits all personal and professional development journey, but I'd like to share the ways that I'm going about mine in hopes that it will inspire you to begin paving your own path, you know, into this individual achievement. My first investment is I joined a mastermind of like-minded, bold, goal-oriented women of color who are committed to helping me succeed in business and in my personal life. Robert Kiyosaki always said to choose your teachers wisely, and he's referring to who you choose as a coach mentor or anyone you seek advice from. So with my mastermind from last year, I chose Gloa Tanmel. And I love the way that she conducts her business, the integrity she has when it comes to building her community. And that just resonates with me. And it's what I aspire to. So the mastermind that she curated was made up of seven bosses, hell bent on making an impact and income within their businesses. And together, as Napoleon Hill intended, right, when he first came up with this concept of the mastermind, we came up with the best business ideas, techniques, and offers. We constantly poured into each other. We bounced ideas off of each other. We cultivated a safe space and a sounding board to present all of our big, hairy, audacious goals. It was literally magic. All right. The second investment that I made was I hired two Miss Unconventional employees during my first like official year. I also was able to hire contractors and things like that who were experts in their field. And I stopped being no help Hallie, right? I started leveraging the power of other people's zones of genius. And hands down, it was the best decision I have ever made. And I made a vow to myself to only work smart and release 
relieve myself of the tasks that don't exactly bring me joy or or that's eating up my time. The most successful people in the world outsource most of the work to run their business because they understand the importance of using their brain power to perform the tasks that only they can do. And this mindset shift allowed me to keep the main thing the main thing and build my trust in others. And I'm still a little bit of a control freak, not going to lie, but I, I at least channel my energy now towards what I should be focusing on. Don't get me wrong though. I need to say this before I move on to the next investment, that there is a period of your business where you need to be doing everything. And it's not to say that, you know, you shouldn't hire right off the bat. That's not like there are some people who can do that, um, who have it in them. But I find it value um, and in learning certain skills and building certain things first before bringing people on board, because then you just get a sense of what it really takes to run your business. And you understand what you're hiring for and who you're hiring, what you're going to have them do. There's just a deeper level of understanding when you are a solopreneur first and you're doing, you're wearing all of the hats and you're being a Jill of all trades. So I've valued that period in my business. I wouldn't trade it for the world. It may not be for everyone. Maybe there are some of you who just have the money to invest in help right from out, right from the start. And that's fabulous. That's great. Especially if you already have it in you to delegate and to, um, and to really decipher what needs to be done by who and when, if that's your zone of genius as well, by all means, jump into it right out the gate. But for those of you who really don't have the capital in the beginning, go ahead and give yourself permission to be a solopreneur for a little while and learn the tricks of the trade and learn all of the skills that you need to learn. You don't have to learn it to master level. You will eventually get to the point where you become profitable enough to then invest in help, but don't skip that part. It's going to be a little bit messy. It's going to hurt a little bit, but it's going to feel good to just know what it really takes to run your business. So my third investment is I enrolled in an accelerator program designed to teach me how to package and sell a signature um, premium offer. So was this program expensive? Yes, it absolutely was. But if you think about how much more expensive it would be for me to like lack clarity on who I'm speaking to in my business and what, you know, they really need from me without that clarity, I could end up spending thousands of dollars, either targeting the wrong audience or worse, creating a product or service that my audience doesn't want. And actually (laughs) been there, done that multiple times. So while I didn't design my signature, offer while I was in that course, I did refer back to the content of that course when I was ready to craft my signature offer. And it definitely helped me design an amazing learning experience for my clients. And and this course can now be repurposed into so many other offers. This course that I have now, which is the Conquer Your Chaos Crash Course, um, it's, it's going to be a book, it's going to be a planner, it's going to be a workshop. This signature framework It will take me so far and I'm so proud of it. And so when I think about how I was able to learn the skill of crafting this signature offer, it was well worth the investment. Okay, so the fourth investment that I've made is I hired a personal fitness trainer last year to help me gain control over my weight and health. And I faced a hard truth, okay? 
I am not skinny mini anymore. That's what my uncle used to call me when I was younger. That's what actually everybody in my family would call me skinny. They call me skinny mini or skinny for short. And those days are long gone. Okay. It was either spend a little less than $2,000 for three month program with, uh, with Ariana (laughs) or take back control over my body and my health or spend, uh, five times that amount getting more plastic surgery and unnecessarily exposing my body to that risk. So this was it. The only body I get in this life, I needed to respect it, right? And take care of it. So I, last year I invested in Ariana So Fitness, um, a three-month coaching program where, you know, she helped me lose about seven to nine pounds in a 12-week period. And not only that, I was able to change my eating habits. I stayed consistent with my intermittent fasting window. It was it was amazing. And I need to actually probably call her because I fell off the wagon since then. But we're not going to even go there. We're not going to even go there. Let's move on. Okay, so investment number five, I've read well over 50 books on personal finances, self-help, mindset, and manifestation. And these books have been the heartbeat of my success up to this point. And some of these books were free, some of them, you know, cost money, but they all had at least one priceless piece of wisdom inside of them that that made the price seem like a steal. And so Ramit Sethi, he always says that you should never hesitate to buy a book, that you should never, that, that like buying a book should never be something that you cut from the budget or that you even like contemplate on. It's like, you should just do it and you should just, you're never going to regret like having like bought a book. So I wholeheartedly agree with that. I can't, you know, continuously drop thousands of dollars to work with all these brilliant minds. Sometimes I have to tap into the brilliant minds of of those who have put their knowledge into books instead. And so much of what I've learned actually has come directly from the minds of people who aren't even alive anymore. So I like to think I keep them alive by living the sentiments that they've preached in their timeless books. And that's how I pay my homage to, you know, the personal development OGs. All right. Florence Scovel Shin, shout out to her. Shout out to Napoleon Hill. Um, love them. All right. Investment number six. I purchased multiple courses and templates to learn things like marketing, content planning, and email list, email list building. Um, and some of these courses were phenomenal and well-designed while others were less impressive. And I'm happy to report that regardless of the quality, I've always been able to find at least one powerful lesson in every course that I've invested in. And it's really all about perspective, right? Let's face it. We don't need to get a degree for every single topic we want to learn. There are courses that adequately and thoroughly teach the fundamentals of sales and marketing, writing, and graphic design. They teach exactly what you need to learn fluff excluded. And and they teach it in the shortest amount of time. And guess what? I don't have to go spend thousands of dollars and go into debt to learn. And as long as an online education company like Udemy or even Coursera or um, I think they have Skillshare now, as long as those companies exist, I don't think I ever have to go back to paying or ever go back to like a brick and mortar school ever again. Uh, nothing wrong with them. Nothing wrong with them at all. Like I have my degree, right? But I also went $50,000 into debt for that degree. 
and I'm not even practicing <laughs> that in that particular field. Not to say I regret it, but you know, you, that could have been $50,000 that I could have saved to invest in my business. <laughs> anyway, I digress. And my last investment, investment number seven, and obviously this is not necessarily the last investment, but for the sake of this podcast, I'm sharing seven investments. Um, I attended and I, I attended, excuse me, in-person and virtual conferences with topics related to self-help, business, entrepreneurship, social media marketing, and all those things. And let me just tell you, the energy in these rooms alone was enough to sustain my momentum weeks after I left. There's nothing like an in-person live workshop experience where people are just elevating and pouring into each other. It's just, it's an out-of-body experience. Listen, it's a lot of money that I've spent um, in these investments, guys. And I hear you. I'm not suggesting that you invest that kind of money if you don't have it. What I do suggest, though, is that you start with something, whether it's reading a book, signing up for free courses that'll teach you like a hard or soft skill that you need to learn to get better at your job or in your business. Find a mentor that you can learn from and offer to take them to lunch or something. But don't be afraid to volunteer under someone who is doing something that you eventually want to do. The goal here is to take your personal and professional growth more seriously because no one can do it for you. And all of these investments and experiences combined have truly allowed me to become the profitable and productive boss I am today. I've also seen the best and worst of the personal development industry. And this has helped me ensure that my offers are impactful valuable and worthwhile to my clients. So if you're ready to invest in your own personal and professional development, I'm going to go ahead and do a shameless plug and ask you to consider my signature Conquer Your Chaos Crash Course. It is an eight-week program to help you reclaim your most precious commodities, your time, your energy, and your attention. I, I literally call it reclaiming your tea. Time, energy, attention. You get it? <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm geeking out just a little bit. But I really think that it's a beautiful program. It's something that I'm extremely proud of. I worked so hard on it and I put my blood, sweat, and tears into it. So if you're interested, definitely head over to conqueryourchaoscourse.com to learn more. Thank you for listening to this episode and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Productive Boss Podcast. If you made it this far, you're the real MVP. Serious about conquering your chaos and guaranteeing your goals? Head over to theproductivebosspodcast.com for more information. If you really love Miss Unconventional, don't forget to rate, review, and connect with her on Instagram at The Productive Boss.